Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Tech Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we're talking about how to properly calculate airflow when you go into a job, whether it's a new job or a retrofit. To do that, we need an expert. You guys all know him, Phil Valpi, our senior technical representative. Phil, welcome back to Tech Talk. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. And Airflow has been a problem for years, and technicians are always trying to figure out how much airflow they have on a job. Same thing happens with salespeople. Salespeople go on the job, and they're trying to figure out whether they have enough airflow to add air conditioning or whether they have enough airflow for various pieces of equipment that they're going to install. So we're going to go over some basics of how to figure out what the airflow is on a piece of equipment that's already installed. Let's first talk about the sales guy going into the house. Homeowner has a gas furnace or an oil furnace in the house and they want to add air conditioning. The salesman doesn't have all the tools in his bag to figure it out exactly, but we have some things that he could do. And we have what's called the temperature rise method. If you have a 90% gas furnace, let's take that for for instance, let's take a 100,000 90% gas furnace. We can easily figure out the airflow on it. Now the airflow is done using a formula. It's a basic formula that we've used in the industry for many years. And it says that the CFM coming out of a unit is equal to the BTUs divided by 1.08 times the change in temperature or the delta T. So CFM equals BTUs divided by 1.08 times delta T. Now the BTUs on a 100,000 furnace are the BTUs output. So if it was an 80% furnace, you'd have 80,000 BTUs out. If it was a 93% furnace, you'd have 93,000 out. So on a 100,000 furnace at 93%, we would put 93,000 BTUs on the top, and we would divide that by 1.08 times the delta T. Now, what does the delta T mean? Well, the delta T is just the return air temperature coming in and the supply leaving. So you need a thermometer that you stick in the return and maybe it will measure 68 to 70 degrees. So you run the furnace for a minute or two or three or four till it stabilizes. Put your return thermometer in, measure it, and then take thermometer. You can either use the same one and put it in the supply or use two different ones that might make it even easier. You put a temperature in the supply right above the furnace and you measure the output temperature of the furnace. Let's say we had 68 degrees on the return and we had 128 degrees on the supply, we would take 68 and subtract it from 128 and have a 60 degree temperature rise. That's what we call the delta T. So the return air temperature subtracted from the supply air temperature is the delta T. We multiply that times 1.08, we'll get about 64 something and divided into our BTUs, which was 93,000. So in that case, if we take our calculator out and we take 93,000, which is the BTUs, divide it by the 1.08 times 60, or about 64.8, that'll give us 1,435 CFMs. So just by measuring the 
temperature difference across the heat exchanger or furnace at 60 degrees, we can find that that furnace puts out 1,435 CFMs. Now, on the air conditioning side, 1,435 CFMs is three and a half tons approximately. But when we put a coil on, it's going to be a little less. So we probably aren't going to be putting any more than three tons on that. But for someone who doesn't really have a lot of tools in the field to measure the CFM, that's an easy way to do it using the temperaturized method. Again, the formula is the CFM is equal to the BTU output of the furnace divided by 1.08 times the temperature rise across the furnace. So that's an easy way to calculate the airflow on a furnace when you don't have a lot of tools, but you will need at the moment. Yeah, and even the greenest of green technicians out there could do that, or any salesperson could go and do that. As long as you have the formula and a thermometer, it doesn't get much easier than that in terms of being able to calculate it. It's something that so many people out there think you need a million different tools and instruments and all that. If you have a thermometer and a brain, and maybe a calculator, you might need a calculator too, but that's on everyone's phone, you can calculate the CFMs and really deliver the best experience for the homeowner because you're saying, all right, I've calculated this out. Here's what we're going to give to you. That's for the poor salesman that goes in the house who has zero tools. Now let's talk about for a second, the technician who goes in who has a few tools. Now what we really need for him to have is a dual port manometer. Now a dual port manometer, which all good supply houses sell, we sell them and everybody else sells them. A dual port manometer measures static pressure. Static pressure is a term we used involving airflow. We might talk about that in a second. So if we take our dual port manometer out and put it where we were measuring that temperature, one tube in the supply and one tube in the return, we can measure the external static pressure. Okay. If we know the external static pressure we can look at the CFM. For instance, I'll take our 100,000 BTU furnace again. All manufacturers have external static pressure charts for their furnaces and equipment. Our 100,000 BTU furnace, if it had a external static pressure of 0.5, so when you put your meter in and it measured 0.5, if our furnace was on high speed, that says I have 1,700 CFM. If it was on medium speed, it has 1,600. If it was on medium low, it has 1,500 CFMs. So when you're installing this piece of equipment and you put your dual port manometer and measure the static, the external static pressure of the furnace, that means above the furnace and on the return of the furnace, so it's measuring the ductwork static pressure, we then can go to the chart that the manufacturer supplies and it says, at this static pressure, you are putting out this amount of CFM. Now, that's not always the easiest thing to do. So we also have a static pressure chart for the coils. If you've installed a furnace and put a coil on top of it, we can measure the static pressure drop across it. Now, this is a little different than the external static pressure. The static pressure drop is measuring the static pressure on the air coming into the coil and on the air leaving the coil. 
let's say the air static pressure coming into the coil measured 0.5 and leaving the coil measured 0.4, that meant the static pressure drop across it is 0.1. All air conditioning coils have a chart that says the static pressure drop across it equals a certain amount of CFM. So if we had if we had a coil that had a 0.1 pressure drop across it, it may have 1,400 CFMs going across it. At 0.2 measured across that same coil, it may only have 1,150s. At 0.3, it may only have 1,000 CFM. So when you are working on an A coil on top of an oil furnace or a gas furnace, and you measure the static pressure drop across it, that will give you an exact CFM if you go to the chart. Now, what this requires from the technician is a chart for the coils and the furnaces and all that. Most manufacturers have them available. We take calls all day long for people looking for these uh, numbers, which we have here, and, and they're on our website. So you can go on DealerNet or Comfort Site, whichever one, you know, DealerNet for American Standard, Comfort Site for Train, or you can check out our website if you're registered there. We have all the submittal packs loaded into the pieces of equipment. So if you aren't registered, register for our e-commerce site. You can get those right there, pull it right up on your iPad or your phone. And like Phil said, if, if you need to, you can call and between Phil, Mark, Ken, Russell, they, they have these charts in front of them. Now... Another way of finding the CFM, which is the expensive way, is to get an air hood and put it on the supply and return grills of the unit and measure the exact CFM. There is no salesman and no technician who is going to do that as part of a, a routine call because it could take you a couple of hours. That's called they use it for balancing the system. So on really critical jobs, you can get into balancing. Now, some of the technicians may have different gauges for measuring static pressure and velocity and all that. But we're, what we're trying to show you today is that by measuring a simple temperature rise across a furnace or a simple static pressure drop across a coil, we can figure out the CFM close enough to see if you have a problem. This time of year, we see a lot of heat exchanger failures. And our first question is, what's your CFM on it? And the answer, of course, is I'm not sure. And then we walk them through the procedure that we just did to figure it out. So if you have a heat exchanger failure, you should try to figure out whether or not it was caused by poor airflow or maybe just a plain old plugged filter. Because a plugged filter will kill a heat exchanger over time. So to find the CFM, we'll mention the formula again. The CFM is equal to the output BTU of the equipment divided by 1.08 times the delta T, which is the temperature drop or temperature gain across the furnace or across the coil. That's great. Thank you, Phil. And again, this is a nice, easy way to do it. You don't need expensive equipment you don't need hours of time you need a couple minutes of time a thermometer and a calculator to do it or pretty much every technician out there that's listening is going to have a dual point manometer in their bag if you don't 
go into one of our showrooms. You'll be able to buy one there. Something you should have in your technician bag. So a couple easy ways to do it. We want to thank Phil for coming on discussing and giving us the basics of how to calculate airflow. Making sure that if your heat exchanger goes, check the CFM, see if that's what ruined it. If not, and you have questions, you can reach out. Again, you can call the tech line. You'll get put into queue. You'll get either Phil, Mark, Ken, or Russell. One of those guys will be able to help you figure it out. I want to thank you all out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcasts. Well, thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.